0: From Zamo Digital, welcome to the SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast with your host, Aaron Zakowski. This is the show where we uncover proven growth strategies from CMOs and marketing leaders behind some of the fastest growing SaaS companies.
1: Hey superstars, thanks for joining us today. I'm your host, Aaron Zakowski, and today I'm chatting with Tamara Green and Kyle Lacey from Lessonly. League. is the demand generation specialist and Kyle is the chief marketing officer. Lessonly is a powerful, simple training software that helps teams to learn, practice, and do better work. Uh, They enable busy teams to get on the same page, stay ahead of change, and deliver amazing experiences to customers and prospects. Alan, Tamara, how are you doing today?
2: Good. Hi. How are you?
1: Doing great. Glad you guys could be here. I kind of gave a little bit of an explanation of the company. Would love to have you guys explain maybe a little bit about yourselves, your backgrounds, and uh, tell us a little bit more about the company.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can, I can give you a little bit of overview of the company. And I usually I usually try to point to uh, education as a great way to explain. You know, we, we grow up and go to school and learn and you're in sports and you practice and then you get to the workforce and we don't do much of any of that anymore, right? It's really hard to learn and we definitely don't practice in our current jobs. And that's what Lessonly helps people do. It helps you learn the skills you need to succeed in your job and then to practice those skills to get better. So I serve the marketing team at Lessonly, which is demand gen, brand, and outbound sales. Right.
1: It seems so simple—the idea of just continuing to practice—and that you're right. Most of us, you know, don't kind of keep up with that in our in our business world. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Camera, tell us a bit about yourself and kind of what your what your role is at Lessonly.
2: Yeah. So, like you mentioned, I'm the demand generation specialist at Lessonly. So I manage all of our paid channels. All of our marketing operations and our tech stack we use on the marketing team.
1: fantastic. And um, and in terms of the product, kind of who's your market? Who are you guys marketing to? Cost structure a little bit, you know, in terms of just general price range of the product. So the listeners know, like, is this young SMBs, enterprise? Where do you guys
2: fall?
0: Tammy, you want to take ICP?
2: Sure. Uh, We typically go for um, companies with at least 25 users or 100 employees. Um, We focus mainly on IT, retail, telecom sort of finance and government recently. Kyle, do you want to take Yeah, most structure? of most,
0: most of them are yeah, most of them are frontline teams, so it's either sales or customer service teams. And our prices at the low end, it could be around 7 grand, at the high end it could be seven figures. We have over a 1000 customers and it's pretty much spread across both commercial, mid-market and enterprise.
1: Right. From what I understand you've uh got a pretty big team, pretty big companies that servicing, you know, that market as well. Yeah, we're about 100, 170
0: people. Majority of us are in Indianapolis, Indiana.
1: Okay. And how big is your marketing team?
0: Oh, how big is the marketing team? I think we, we have
2: got 11 on brand and demand, four inbound reps, and
0: 20 got- some. Tw- uh, we're about 36. So we've got about 20, 22 uh, BDRs. That's a nice upgrade. So th- yeah. 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 that's
1: great. Yeah. You guys are doing well. Love to hear that. And, uh, and you guys also just recently uh, closed a round of funding, I think. Even within the uh, pandemic of COVID-19 and quarantine, you guys are one of the few companies that come through with some funding rounds.
0: Yeah, we are very lucky. We're very lucky to have that happen, and we are blessed that it happened. Yeah, very exciting.
1: Great. So what I'd love to ask you guys a little bit is just kind of, you know, tell us what's working at LessFamily. You know, you guys have grown tremendously, which, you know, i love to see. If you were to say that there's one or two market, marketing tactics or strategies that have worked, you know, think about an 80-20 rule. Um, What will those things be for you?
2: Well, (laughs) uh, about we we sort of split our inbound leads and MQLs and opportunities into a third paid, a third direct, a third organic. And I think there's a lot of different channels and strategies that go into each of those um, that are all working. And that's very good. And we're fortunate to have that. Uh But by and large, I mean, for organic, we uh, have a dedicated SEO team. Uh, for paid, you know, we have a dedicated paid strategy. Google ads is our sort of evergreen paid channel. And then for direct, we have an incredible brand team that, uh, you know, we throw field marketing events and we do really cool direct mail campaigns. And I think all of those are, are factors that lead to our marketing team success.
0: Yeah, our our, our best channel I mean our best channel by far is definitely Google which which has its pluses and minuses right because right. we are highly dependent on Google which is why we hired yourself and Samo Digital is to try to you know try to differentiate our channel strategy but, right. but you know definitely Google is a large portion of that
1: All right so 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 let's talk about Google then for a second so so what's kind of been the strategy there in terms of you know not giving away too much of the secret sauce but what you could share with the audience in terms of you know what, what's making Google work I mean um, in addition to that, first of all, you said, you know, the fact that you've kind of got it balanced out a third, a third, a third, great diversification. Definitely don't want to be too too dependent on any one traffic channel that could disappear, like, you know, a Google or something like that. So the fact that you've got that diversified it is great to hear. Um, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about, you know, what is the Google strategy and why is that working
2: for well. Well, I know that I can I can speak more to paid than organic. Um, okay. but for me at least, it is having um sort of a conscientious dedicated mind towards paid spend and paid keywords as Lessonly continues to evolve. So before I came on board, um, we had um, a consultant that was managing our Google Ads account. And I think just sort of uh, reorganizing that strategy and having someone within Lessonly who's dedicated to all the updated messaging, all the updated keywords uh, and keeping an eye on things more closely
1: has worked. So, So to be clear, so you're running that campaign yourself? Yeah. So that's not something being outsourced anymore. Right. Okay. And and you think that's an important part of the success is the fact that it's an internal project as opposed to outsourced?
2: At least in Leslie's case.
1: Okay. So within the Google Ads, I mean, how much of that, if you could share, is coming from, you know, branded versus more generic search?
2: Uh, I would say one third branded, two thirds generic.
1: Okay. In terms of organic,
0: it, you know, the, it's time. It's the fact that we had somebody at Lessonly early on. He was the third employee, Mitch Cozzi, that started building Search in 2012.
1: <laughs> so I mean, when you've so got that, that... Organic SEO. Yeah. Organic, yeah. 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 So, so that's something where you guys within the, the LMS industry, you guys are working pretty well for all those us, Yeah. Great.
2: The SaaS Marketing Superstars Podcast is brought to you by Zamo Digital Marketing your go-to Facebook ads agency for scaling SaaS companies. The team at Zamo Digital are the experts in growing and scaling trial and demo signups for leading SaaS companies like InVision, DigitalOcean, Lessonly, and many more. Download our free SaaS scaling framework over at zamodigital.com framework. And now back to the show.
1: And, and in terms of, what are you doing is something i'm always fascinated with you know we're we're ranking well for you know the keywords within the mystery how how are you capturing the the traffic on those on those pages um for example a lot of time we'll rank well for blog posts and things like that that's where a lot of people's seo comes from um but most people's blog posts aren't really very well optimized towards actually capturing leads and emails and getting people into your community what have you done to kind of make all that that organic traffic um which might not have intent basically be using the product right now but how are you capturing those people and and ultimately converting them?
0: well, we, we, we take it a little bit differently. We actually don't, the only gate, gated form we have for the most part is demo. Okay. And then we have a chat using drift on the entire website. So we don't, we don't take a database marketing approach where we are trying to get thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people to nurture. Mm-hmm. We take a a very like we want to talk to you when you're ready. And if you're gonna go read 50 blog posts before you do that, that's fine. We're not gonna to try to push you into a demo.
1: Uh-huh. So it's and, just demo. And and in terms, I mean it's an interesting approach. So even pulling people into a, a broad newsletter and capturing people and just continuing to push education and value with them, that's not part of the strategy either. Um not not today. We
0: are we are starting to differentiate based on what I talked about before on Google being a large portion of, of what drives revenue. So mm-hmm. so a podcast and a newsletter about a very specific thing is being launched. Our CEO has a newsletter that has a database, but we don't take the route of just because you downloaded an ebook on training means that you want to hear from us every week. Um, it's just the reality is people will opt into it and if they want it, they will ask for it. And that's how I've I've kind of approached it.
2: Yeah, a, ironically, a, uh, on some of our uh, like top keyword SEO pages, we do have demo CTAs um at the top and sort of like mid mid-page CTAs and mm-hmm. they do convert. So we still do generate some leads from those pages, but mm-hmm. they're not like pure content leads.
1: Okay, great. Um it's refreshing because you know, so many companies, you know, their their sole objective is let's get as many people into our funnel. And then bombard it with messaging, you know, from now until eternity, assuming yeah. that because they read an article or signed up for an ebook, you know, five months ago, they're still interested in it today. Yeah, definitely. Yep. All right. Um, so let me ask you: Then moving on a little bit, um, can you share any strategies or, or, or channels that you've tested that just that just didn't work for you that you really expected would work?
2: I mean, we already sort of touched on it, but content syndication never worked.
1: Content no. syndication.
2: Never. I've tried like four or five different content syndication vendors with four or five different follow-up approaches, and it has never worked for us.
1: Uh-huh. And by content syndication, you're talking like a, an Outbrain or, or one of those types of companies. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. All right. Uh, the, the truth is, I, I've I've tested them a bunch myself as well, and I've had similar experiences to you, um, especially within the B2B space. It's, it's kind of hard to make those those channels work.
0: Well, I mean, the reality is, is that marketers that are driven only by leads can buy those all day long. And they're probably why, I mean, I'm probably going to get hit up by outbrain people after this, but that's probably why they're still in business. Right. right. Uh, but when you're, when you are, uh, when you have to drive revenue, like our team is, you know, our team is relevant because we own a revenue number. We can't make mistakes of let's just get a thousands and thousands of leads. We've got to drive revenue and we have to drive revenue in the
1: quarter, in the month. Right. I think it's also, at least within those channels, I think, um, a B2C versus a more consumer focused, um, broad market in terms of those, those platforms just can't target the same way that, you know, your Google and your Facebook and those kind of platforms could do it. Um, all right. Um, so let me ask you another question then. If you needed to have a new traffic channel or, or acquisition channel rather tomorrow, what would be the next thing you would think uh, to test or where do you see good opportunities in the, uh, in the market right now for buying traffic? I was, I know i just recently started with some, some paid acquisition and, and paid social, but, um, anything else? Oh, you mean I'm not allowed to say paid no, no, social?
0: No, no, no. Is that I mean, uh, it's like pot, like we're testing some, um, e-newsletter, um, advertising with morning brew, of course, paid, paid social is definitely something that we're, that we're bullish on. And, uh, some of this own content like a newsletter and podcasts and stuff for sure i don't know Tamara, if you want to add anything
2: yeah um we're also trying to run a campaign this quarter um it's sort of an abm campaign at a high level but a multi-pronged approach where we're uh hitting accounts from a bunch of different channels and a bunch of different avenues
1: All right. can you explain a little more about that like what does that look like
2: well, it's still in the very early stages of being born. So I don't know exactly what it looks like yet, but in an ideal world, we're generating a lot of intent data from some tools
1: uh-huh.
2: to surface net new accounts. And um and then we're serving social and display ads to those accounts to increase um like account identified to opportunity created conversion rates.
1: All right. That sounds great um let me ask you both um a lot of my my audience a lot of people subscribe to my email list are, are people who are kind of earlier stage they'd love to grow to the stage of or, or the size of and success of less than but right now they're kind of you know beta launch stage a little bit and they're trying to get you know their initial traction they're trying to get their first customers um from your perspectives what what would you recommend to somebody who's kind of getting started with an, a new b2b SaaS platform or software you know they maybe just launched it and they're just trying to get their initial traction what would you be whether it's a specific channel, or just a general mindset of advice that you'd love to hear from both of you on that one.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could talk for an hour on this. Tamara. you want
2: to? I will defer my time to Kyle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I I think that there's two there's there the number one thing is is fully try to understand your use case and persona. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of MVPs and a lot of new products they they have the ability to do that and do it um, fast, which is great and um, there are also some times where people don't try to do that and they just try to sell to whoever will take it. But it's very, very important to focus. And I think early on, that's what we learned. And early on, meaning when I joined, it was 50 people, give or take. And um, we focused and it worked really well. So, and I think a lot of times people don't because they see, they see those dollar signs on a contract and, and they take it because they have to. But in reality, uh you don't necessarily have to do that you can focus you can build a great product for a for a market that needs it mm-hmm. sell to that market and then differentiate outside of that so from a from a marketing strategy it's focus and it's trying to figure out the the 20 30 50 100 businesses that will buy this product and focus primarily on getting those 100 people to buy
1: uh-huh.
0: and don't do a pray and spray approach to marketing because you have the ability to focus cuz you're small That'd be my number one thing. And then who knows what channels you'll use to reach them because most right. of the time people go channel first and then use case second, which is wrong.
1: should be the other way around. Right. I think that's a great point. So so essentially what you're saying is pick your list of 100, 200 companies, whatever your number is, and just do whatever it takes to get yourself noticed and considered by those companies. And yeah, you absolutely. And then use the channels and strategies you can just to accomplish that goal.
0: Yep. Because if you're building a product for those specific 100 people, you're going to get 10 of them to buy, and that will fund a new market for you as a startup.
1: Love that. It's I mean, I,
0: that conversion rate I just made up, but I'm hoping that you can sell 10 out of 100 people.
1: Yeah, so I think if someone's totally focused and they build a good product and they believe in their product, you know, yeah, that should be the case, you would know, hope, right? Yeah.
0: And if you can't, and if you can't, then you've, you've, you've saved yourself years of pain and anguish trying to build a business because you figured out it's not a business and you but, can move on to another idea. Right. That's the beauty of an MVP. Right.
1: I've, I've had the conversation with a number of people recently that, you know, stop trying to build process and infrastructure and everything else until you actually just can find out if people that actually want what you got. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Um, this has been great. Um, what I'd love to do now, generally we do a lightning round, just, you know, five quick, quick questions. Um, you ready? You ready to go All lightning rounds. All right. But I'm, yes. I'm going to go one of you at a time here um because you know you just get very different opinions and we'd love to learn from both of you a little bit about about this stuff so let's go with camera first um i'm gonna ask you five quick questions whatever the first thing that comes to mind i know you see the questions a little bit advanced hopefully you have have some idea but uh okay personally single married kids tell us a little bit about yourself quickly
2: uh engaged no kids oh
1: engaged is great that's fantastic um what book would you recommend to our reader our uh, listeners to read
2: do better work by max yoder
1: all right. I didn't even know Max had a book, so that's a great, great one. Yeah. <laughs> Max, in case you don't know, is the uh, CEO and founder of, uh, of Um What's your favorite marketing and productivity tool?
2: I am a huge Marketo fan and impl- implementing Marketo was like my personal passion project at Lessonly. All
1: right. Um, and who's your favorite marketer to learn from?
2: Am I allowed to say Kyle? <laughs>
1: No, you're
2: not. <laughs> then I'm going to go with Ben Battaglia. He's my direct supervisor. And he reads like 10 books a day and always comes to me and tells me all the latest stuff he's learned. And I look up to him and learn from him every day.
1: Amazing. Uh, sounds like a great position to be in. They have such great mentors over there to learn from.
2: And Absolutely.
1: Uh, last question for you right now is what's your favorite website or online community to learn from?
2: My favorite? I love to learn from other companies who are doing things that I think are cool because mm-hmm. I hope that other people also think they're cool. We did a campaign on our team called What Would Fill in the Blank Do Last Quarter? And the company I chose was Drizzly, if you've heard of them. What are they called? Drizzly.
1: I am not familiar with them. What are they? Who are are they?
2: They're they're an alcohol delivery service and ironically, I've never used them once, but I love everything they're doing on their marketing team. Their brand somehow makes me feel like they're my best friend. Mm -hmm. And it's hyper-personalized, hyper-bright dynamic. It's awesome.
1: Definitely checking in after we get off this call. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Kyle, let me ask you the same questions. Uh, single, married kids. Uh, married, two
0: kids, two and four years old, two boys.
1: Great. And, uh, what book would you recommend to our listeners?
0: Man, I'm terrible at this because I usually just read history books.
1: It doesn't (laughs) have to be a business book. It could be a fiction, whatever you want to recommend.
0: Uh, I'm reading a book right now called the Anarchy, which is about the East India company and how they took over India in the late 1700s. It's pretty good.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Um, your favorite marketing and productivity tool.
0: I love superhuman, the email app. It's awesome.
1: Yeah. All right.
0: Highly recommend.
1: Okay. I'll check that one out. Also, I think that's one of the great things about this. I get to learn about new products that I'm not familiar with. Um, what's your favorite marketer to learn from?
0: Oh man. Um, I should have, I should have thought about this. Joe Staples for sure. Who's the CMO of Motivocity, a mentor.
1: Um, he is one of the best.
0: I think
1: I'm going a long okay. time. Get to see some of those kids now, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, hold and, on one second. And what is your favorite website or online community to learn marketing from? Uh Revenue Collective all day long. So okay. membership group of VP level and above sales and marketing leaders. Okay. In fact, I think it was through a connection there you know, that's how we met in the first place. Yeah, it was. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Very cool. So I'm I'm a fan as well. Created this great relationship. Uh great. So um it, this has been great so far. We'd love to tell our uh, community kind of where they can go to follow you and learn more about you guys. Um, can I work with people? Learn more about you online?
2: Just my LinkedIn would probably be the best place. Okay.
1: How about you? Same here. LinkedIn. Okay. We'll link it up. We got a cameo over here. Love it. <laughs> yes, we do. Great. Uh, this has been super fun. Um, I appreciate your time. Thank you for joining. And uh, thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Right, yeah, thank thanks. You. Take
2: care. Bye.
1: The SaaS Marketing Superstars podcast is brought to you by XAML Digital Marketing. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Thanks again for tuning in and keep on growing your SaaS.